0: What is going on? Welcome back to Desire to Inspire, Shamama's favorite podcast. Yes, sir. We are here with Raj and Hugo, straight out of Cancun, Mexico, right now. What's up, boys? What's going on, brother? What's Appreciate on? you guys for having us. How are we
1: doing, gentlemen? What's good? What's
0: good? Glad to be here. Yeah. I can never keep up with you guys. I never know where you guys are at.
2: But, uh, location, bro.
3: I like that though.
0: I like that. Just keep people on their toes, dude. So yeah. Before we get too deep into like who you guys are, where have you guys been at for like the last, let's call it six months, because you've been in a lot of locations.
3: Okay, I, I can give you like the, the tour, like brief overview. So I started traveling around like a year and a couple months ago, and he joined me like nine months ago. So we've been in Mexico, Dubai, Amsterdam, Germany, um, fuck where else, Singapore.
2: Singapore, Um and in the states, oh, and then a bunch
3: of places in the U.S.
2: Yeah, Jesus.
0: Okay, <laughs> yeah, <'cause laughs> living life. And dude, I thought I traveled a lot, and then I saw them. I'm like, jeez. Yeah, now they put you to shame, bro. Oh, I know. We did link up when uh I was in Arizona, so that was dope.
3: That was sick, man. It was a Monday for the viewers. I'll tell. Yeah. I'll give them like, a brief overview. Yeah, Monday, and we were like, all right, let's link up. We got to link up with D Thack, and we're like, bet trying to make it work, and we're like, okay, let's just grab like food. And I was like, smart. I was like, all right, let's get like Mexican because I knew I could like tempt him to get a margarita and by the way i'm on sober october right now <laughs> we're sober right now too don't yeah, worry yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then so then we had like one mark or something that turned to like two or three and then from there we're just like fuck it let's go out and it was a monday I,
0: I wasn't going out i i, I said this from, you, you i was would, like i'm not going out i was like i'll With drive me. you
3: guys there that's okay. it but then
0: yeah. i convinced
2: you and then you ended yeah. up having a good time
0: man <laughs> yeah yeah it was a good time freddie i was i was snapping you freddie it was like a monday and we were like we were at, like, the club club. Like, there was bottle service and shit going on. It was wild. Okay. It was wild. I don't
3: know exactly how I ended like, up there, like, but I was there. Yeah, no, it was fun. And then I remember Dylan was like, yo, I got to work out 6 a.m. I'll just drive you there. And the next thing we know, he's dancing in the floor. I'm getting him drinks. He's sipping <laughs> on his beer.
1: <laughs> yep. As it should be. That sounds like
0: the Dylan I know. Yeah, it was a good time. It was definitely a good time. But... uh let's kind of get a little bit of your guys' background and then we'll just kind of go all over the place. So whichever one of you guys wants to take over.
3: Go first, big Dog.
2: All right, guys. So I am 22 right now. I, I was studying civil engineering college and then like midway during like two years into college, COVID hit and I was like figuring out how to make money online. So I searched on YouTube how to make money online and found drop shipping. So I was drop shipping for a year or two. And then when I met Raj in Dubai, I started an agency a marketing agency and email marketing agency and i've been doing that for a year now and we're doing pretty well um but yeah that's pretty much my story how i pretty much got into online making money online um but yeah that's my story so far Hell yeah yeah sure man so i'll give a quick rundown um so
3: i failed a few businesses since you know i was like 15 16 never really like got into it and then this was like my senior year of college i was like shit man i was like applying for jobs had a bunch of good internships my parents were like, which job are you getting? Like, how's it going? Like, what's what? What's up with your visa? And I was like, fuck, man, I do not want to get a job. So I was like, all right, I need to like start some business, make it work. So when I graduate, I can do that. And then the last business I failed was affiliate marketing on Twitter. And I did it for like two months, was tweeting platitudes, like, you know, work hard and be consistent. And it was just trash. And then I did that for two months, made one sale for 20 bucks. And I was like, bro, this nice. is sick, oh, this dude. Is- you take taking off. <laughs> Fucked <Puffed> up, <laughs> and then I was like, damn, this is like brutal. Gave up, like, took a couple months break, and then I went back to it. I was like, okay, let me rebrand as like a fitness guy. So then I like did that, um got to like 500 followers in a in a couple months, in a few months, and then I was like, okay, I appreciate y'all for 500. I'm gonna coach three people for free as like a thank you, right? And my dumbass thought there'd be like 20 people DMing me, and there's exactly three. And then out of those three, one of them became my first paying client, like. Thirteen, like fifteen months ago, and then since then, just been you know growing the business and you know just playing it by ear. Oh yeah, so you're from Hong Kong, right? We're both from Hong Kong, but as you can tell, I'm Indian.
0: But you guys didn't know each other there. You guys didn't meet until. Oh no, we did.
3: We went to the same school, bro. Oh okay.
0: I always wondered that. I don't think I asked you guys that in person. (laughs)
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Same like middle slash high school, um, and then we were like we were like in the same friend group because we like played basketball. We weren't really good, but we played basketball. And then we started lifting weights. Then we became like. slightly. Yeah, is
0: there is there any good teams over there though? Like, are you guys all just bad playing bad teams?
3: <laughs> Pretty much. bro. I yeah. was like, I was like, I mean, right now, bro, I'm six feet tall. I go to the pickup court and I play point guard, and they're like, you must play center. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For real, bro. Yeah. Oh so, shit! Yeah, yeah, you guys can make that. I can't do that joke.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No,
0: we'll definitely get canceled.
3: <laughs> yeah, but um. So yeah, we became friends from playing basketball, then working out. And then he had a biz and I saw him like posting and I was like, yo, that looks dope, but I didn't really get it. And then I started getting into it and then we started talking more and then COVID hit like quarantine hit. And then like everything was locked down. So we'd be getting like workouts at like the park. They'd like close the park down, put like construction tape on it. We just rip it off. Like, you know, like do improvise, you know, workout and stuff. And we'd all, we like bond over like the shared hatred for like the COVID control stuff and online mm-hmm. business. And then we were like, thinking, of, like, yo, let's, um, you know, wouldn't it be dope if we could like build our businesses to, you know, 10, 15 K a month, whatever, and, you know, travel the world and do this shit. And then like two years later,
1: we're doing it. So that's
0: pretty cool. Oh yeah, dude. That's so that's dope.
1: That's fucking dope.
0: So when you made like the transition into the fitness space, were you already into fitness? You just weren't like vocal about it?
3: Yeah, exactly. So I um, started lifting when I was like 16. There's two main reasons. One, cause I was like real skinny and secure and couldn't talk to girls. And then the second one was to get better at tennis. I played college tennis mm-hmm. and then like obviously the first few years I made a bunch of rookie mistakes, didn't train legs, like didn't eat like good, just like fuck, fucked around and shit, right? <laughs> and then by the time I was like 20, 21, got some, like decent progress and then I started helping my friends like and I and I love doing that. I was like, yo, I'll make a program, let's talk about it and shit. So I'd help them out and then I helped my brother get really jacked. So those two things like gave me the idea that I could do this like long term. Your brother's pretty young, right? Yeah, he's 15. He's like. Yeah, he got, a, that, got like cheat code, bro.
0: <laughs> you hooked him up with a cheat code.
3: Yeah, bro. He's gonna be 18, just like doing crazy things. <laughs> Hell yeah! And Hell
0: then God. Hugo. So you started out drop shipping, right?
2: Yes. Is that still what you do, or do you like coach other people now? No, I don't do drop shipping anymore. I, okay, I, that's like, what I thought. I create the uh, agency fully, and I do coaching as well. Hell yeah. yeah!
0: So what is that whole thing like? That's something I like. I, dude, I see you post all the fucking time.
2: I was like, I have no idea what this shit entails, but this is making bank out here. (laughs) Yeah, it's basically just like uh, an email marketing agency. So I reach out to e-commerce businesses, helping them and like pitching them. Oh, hey, you guys are making this much money. Uh, You guys could be making more if you guys did email marketing. So there's a gap right there we could fill for you. Would you mind hopping on a call? And let's work together. And that's pretty much what I do. Work with a few clients right now. And that's pretty much what I do. We charge like a retainer every month. That's pretty much that's the line do you
0: actually do the marketing yourself or do you have like a team who runs that for you
2: yeah i have a team right now we have like email designers copywriters uh people who do outreach for us and appointment setters like it's all systemized but when, when first starting out when i was in dubai grinding it out with raj it was just like pretty much doing it all myself first before outsourcing uh, but it's pretty good to like know the business before you outsource yeah yeah i would have no idea where to start i <laughs> i still look at this and I'm like whoa it's fucking wild. I
1: stayed online, and I always think it's some sort of like Ponzi scheme that people are doing to like get other people's money. But there's people doing it in this world that are making. It's like my buddy Eiffel. He uh, does uh, real estate back in Columbus, and he's signing deals for homes literally like every other day. He's got over like twenty three homes in his portfolio that he's working on now, on top of the ones that he already sold. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like this scene, you're doing something either illegal or you're putting on a front for social media but he's just fucking killing the game. He found the niche before COVID happened and the market got to like where it is right now. And mm-hmm. he has just completely taken over and he's buying out whole streets pretty much in Columbus and being able to set the price of like what those houses are going for and like revamping these bad areas in uh, Columbus, which is mind Bro, blowing to me as well. Did
0: you see what he had commissioned today?
1: Like no, the painting
0: he had commissioned.
1: Uh-uh.
0: He just posted about it maybe like an hour ago. He had, he had this dude paint him a painting of a Taco Bell. I'm not kidding, bro. It's like it's
1: like a legit sized painting. Like it's gonna go in his home of fucking Taco Bell. I I can I can see him having Taco Bell at his wedding one day when him and his girl get married. That shit is. we are well. obsessed with it. Wow,
0: I'm cool on that. So what's the plan now? You guys are in Mexico. Mm. Is these, yeah. You guys like hanging there for a while or what? Because I know you were in Mexico last year yeah,
3: too, when I was there. Last year too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So End of the
2: month, we're just going. We're heading back to the states. We're going to Orlando, Florida. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm seeing seeing. Wait, how long go. are you guys about to be there? We're gonna be there for like a month. Like a, Oh a hell like
0: yeah! I'm about to be there at the beginning of November.
2: Okay, okay, <laughs> hell yeah. Love Hit us
0: up, man. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing over at Orlando? Me and my girl are just going on a trip.
1: So well, she wants you, to. Why were you supposed to go there?
0: No, I wasn't supposed to go to Orlando. This was planned before I did that. Oh, but I was I gonna be the Iron Man that. in Panama. No, I had this. That's mm. why. Like, it was skeptical when I first did it. I was like, I was like, I'll be fine the next day. I would not have been fine the next day. Cause she's mm-hmm. doing like the whole typical. She wants to go to like theme parks and shit. So I'm gonna go. But uh, yeah. So I'll be there. So I'll definitely be hitting you guys up.
2: 100 percent, man. Yeah. Um, when I you think... guys
0: are in. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
3: I was going to say, I think we leave November 14th.
0: Like to to leave there or to go there?
3: We're going to be in Orlando from 28th to 14th. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 14th November.
0: All right. I'm there like the 6th through the 12th or some shit. So I'll definitely be there.
3: If you want to hit up a double date with me and my girl, she gets here on the 10th of November. All right, cool. Triple date, actually. My girl's going to get there, too. Yeah, triple
0: date. (laughs) There we go. You know, like Jack and – oh, you worked with them before. They're all out there, too. Because I know Joey was hitting me up about coming out, but I don't know what uh, your relationship with them is like these days. So
3: It's fine. I mean, we used to be partners like a while ago. Uh, We stopped working together, I think, this year in March. Okay. Yeah, but it's chill.
0: Nice. Anyway, Freddie, my bad. Go ahead. What were you going to say?
1: No, I was just going to see when you guys go to all these places, are you guys networking, meeting people, meeting up with people to enhance your guys' business or move them forward? Or is it just... Working from a new space and see it. My bad. Um, just see a new world. So it's a little
3: bit of everything, bro. It's like we do kind of our strategic. It's not just like fucking flipping a coin, seeing where we go next.
1: Okay, so We're
3: trying to get like places like close to each other, so we don't want to be going from like Asia to US to Asia to US, right? It's like mm-hmm. we got to hit up places similar together. And then if we have homies in a place, that's a strong bonus we we'll definitely consider going to a place if we know multiple guys in our network from twitter and we just want to you know meet you know exchange ideas and stuff but then also other things that are big for us are weather and food
1: mhm yeah. yeah those are key
2: <laughs> for sure
0: you guys think you're going to be traveling like for a while or eventually are you going to be like burned out of it
2: i think i'm going to like i'm looking to settle down in a place for like 6 to 6, six months to one year and maybe in the next 2 years uh, just to focus on a a little because traveling does take a toll on your like, business yeah. activity, like traveling every few weeks. It's like, it like, fucks up your system. So like, I'm trying to like settle down for a little bit. Maybe like one year will be my minimum stay for one country and then like switch to another country.
3: Got to get that green card, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So one of my goals is to open up a gym uh, by the time I turn 25. So I got two years. So when I do that, I know I'm going to have to be in that location for six months minimum, like do a lot of work myself. Right? Like, to build be, it up. Exactly. It's going to be like long hours, all that shit. And I, that's fine for me because it's something I care about before I get to like outsource and, you know, build a team. But um, so I'm basically going to try to travel for the next two years and then like decide where I want to open that gym. Uh, and like, I don't want to be like 30, 35 and be like, oh, I wish I didn't try. I wish I traveled more when I was 22, 23.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the thing I think, because I always said that I wanted to travel like, I always said I wanted to just live on the road, basically. And like, pretty much like you guys, I like, have enough money where I don't have to worry about it. I can live on the road. But then, even just that fucking three months in Arizona, I'm like, I kind of want a home base. Like, it is impressive that you guys travel as much as you do. Like, do you just like live out of one suitcase for. I live
3: out of one suitcase and one gym bag. And That's great so-
2: you. Yeah, we don't even like hang. Like, I have like a walk in closet here. I don't even hang stuff up. <laughs> it's like all in my suitcase. <laughs> that that shit is wild. Ride
0: i don't know if i could that. do that i don't know if i've if I don't I could think ever I could. get
1: myself to that point i gotta have a routine like even for like the stuff that we do for dti and stuff i have to have like a setup and a routine and like a rhythm through my day so how do you guys stay motivated how do you guys stay focused We're on like, continuing to improve the business
3: 100 bro so like i think everyone needs a routine of some sort i just think you don't need something crazy elaborate you don't need a fucking mm-hmm. 20 step routine, red light panel, ice bath, do all this crazy shit just to get fucking work done. Your routine should be 10 minutes, a couple of things and get to work. And I can still do that. If I'm here, if I'm the U S from wherever, right. I'll give you a brief rundown of my morning routine, right. I Mm -hmm. wake up, drink a shit ton of water. Uh, I try not to like touch my phone for the first little bit. Right. Then I, you know, brush my teeth, shower whatever. Then I get out, take a barefoot shirtless walk for like 10 minutes just to get, you know, that vitamin D testosterone, whatever drink some more water, take some L-thionine, plan my day, and I get right to work. And then I I don't have coffee just yet because I like delaying it. So then like Mm -hmm. 40 minutes in, then I'll have a cup of coffee. So it's like very simple. You don't need like anything elaborate. Like I literally just have a laptop, and that's how I run my whole business.
0: I was shocked at like how dialed in you guys were to the work. I know myself personally, if I start traveling, I'm going to want to be out doing stuff, like experiencing where I'm at. But even Mm -hmm. like when we linked up in Arizona – you were like, yeah, we're gonna work from eight to five, and then we're gonna work out till seven, so we could probably meet up at like seven thirty. I'm like, oh shit, like <laughs> it'll be like full. Like if I was just traveling around and somebody's like, yo, I'm in town too, let's link up. I'd be like, shit, I don't work today. Where are you at, bro? Let's go. That's so literally
1: I was, me tomorrow. Yeah, I, I was like, my one buddy's moving here from college, and he was like, you want to meet up? There's this big like football game, Red River Rivalry, I think it's called in Texas. I was like, "Fuck yeah, bro! Let's meet up. Let's watch the game." So this whole time, bro, I I
0: thought you were getting prepared for this little project you were doing. So we—oh, that's after That's later. Pushed everything
1: today, and really, you
0: just wanted to kick it. I,
3: I see it, bro. We can still record (laughs) tomorrow, bro. I'll be here at (laughs) eleven. Yeah, (sighs) but yeah, bro. I think honestly, like obviously, dude, there are days where we fuck around, and you know, we just like mostly chill. We do like two, three hours of work, and we just chill, right? But to be honest, when we do that. Especially if it's like two days in a row, we don't feel good. We feel like shit, right? right, Next day, we got to like take the shit seriously. We're doing, we're grinding. We're waking up early. We're doing this, 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 this. We get it done. And then when we have like that day where we, know, we put in six, seven hours of deep work, get what we need to get done, then get a nice workout in and our nutrition's on point. Then by the time 8 p.m. comes on, when we're chilling, there's zero guilt. It's just complete relax. And we love that feeling, right? So, and I think we just keep each other accountable too. Like if one of us notices the other slacking off, we'll be like, yo, come on, get your shit together. Right. And it's like, a yep. yeah. but we also aren't like too tight asses. Like we'll just like, sometimes we'll be degenerates, you know, go to the club on Monday with D That <laughs>
0: Hey, that was a hundred percent on you guys. Don't say with you. You fucking drug me there, bro. I did.
3: I did. I said, I peer pressured your ass in the comment. I'm, I'm very easy to peer pressure. Don't worry. I, planned that whole thing, bro. I told, I told the bartender, here's 10 bucks. Make his shot a double. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh shit. Are you guys building this business together? Are you guys doing it separately? Just have the same visions and like mindset going at it? or Are you guys collaborating? Um, obviously Dylan knows more than I do, but for the people listening.
2: We have like very similar values and business goals, but we're like in two different lines of business. Um, like I'm in marketing and like, of course, Roger's in fitness, uh, but like we, we we don't work in the same, like we don't work together. We just work individually and we just keep each other accountable, give each other ideas, balance ideas of each other. And it's just a great relationship i think That's yeah and
3: the funny thing is like we both like agree that like it, like i could do i have the skill sets to like succeed in what he's doing and he has the skill sets to succeed in what i'm doing like we live together like he's jacked like he could easily be a fitness coach and i know like the email business game i could do what he's doing right and the thing is like there are a lot of similarities in terms of like posting content right so it's like content like there are certain things that we both can like get our get our get get, get each other's feedback on whether like yo mm-hmm this is a good headline. Do you think this would capture attention or, Oh, what do you think about this angle? And then stuff with like emails and follow-ups where it's like, yo, do you think this is too pushy stuff like that? Right. But like, there will be periods where it's like, we'll go an hour sitting in our either opposite sides of the table or like different rooms where we don't say a word and we're just like doing our thing.
0: Yeah. I think that's, what's cool about like you guys having each other. Like, obviously we have each other too, but we're in two totally different spots. Like if we were together 24 seven, this shit would be a hundred times. Not to say like it's not going to hit that level anyway, but it would just be a hundred times faster working (laughs) side by side. So even though you guys are in different lanes, I think like it's still beneficial to be able to bounce ideas and like just brainstorm shit. Cause content in general, creating content is always the same thing. It's just about attracting attention.
3: For
0: sure. Yeah. 100%. So, uh, Freddie, you don't know, but uh, Raj is all about clickbait, bro. His program's called Only Kings.
1: Uh. (laughs) Oh.
3: All right, my private community that my clients get free access to, but I i also have like a few people pay a subscription, and then I got like some of my homies in there as well.
0: How's that going? Like, uh, what do you so I guess the question I want to ask is, like, do you see ever a rebrand or do you think it'll always be this way? Because obviously, Only Kings is a play on Only Fans, so like, it's kind of cultural, so it's kind of like
3: only- in the only moment, fans is a play on Only Kings, dog.
0: Oh, yeah, my bad. Oh. Oh. <laughs>
3: But uh, yeah, honestly, bro. Like, I'm gonna be real. I launched that community too early. I got too excited. I should have like focused on other stuff first. And now the truth is, I just am not able to dedicate that much time to it. But it's it's cool because it's not like a main income stream for me. It's not like I need the community to thrive. And it's still like I can still drop some value every you know few days. And then the people. So, so do you do train people outside of there too? Then. What do you mean?
0: Like you have separate clients from Only Kings. So all my clients that I've had
3: are in only kings right now okay so but you work with them point. like
0: one-on-one i'm assuming yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously like okay, i okay. use a okay.
3: that's just like a bonus that's just like oh by mm. the way you get access to this community that's like nothing
0: okay see i don't think i fully understood that because like the way that we work it now is more of a one-on-one basis mm-hmm. but we're kind of moving into the community space so like mm-hmm. that's something we're building on now and i think it's good to hear like that you jumped in too early because mm-hmm. i think like at times I feel like, damn, we kind of been fucking building this thing for a long time. It's like, but over the last year that we've like kind of been running together, it's just the ideas have evolved so much that it makes a lot of sense. Like, okay, I see what works and I see what hasn't worked. Let me just kind of put everything into one package.
3: 100%. I think it's like, there could, there's like a fine line between like waiting for everything to be perfect. And then like, just like taking action, testing and optimizing and fixing. But I think, it, the reason why I say it was too early was because it does take a lot more time than you think to like do make a community and the thing is I built that whole community from scratch in like less than a month like less than a month is from idea to complete execution to get 60 members in less than a month while doing everything else right yeah, and as a yeah. like, time out of my day that I could have done into other stuff mm-hmm. like, that's the only reason like if you have that time and if you like are like I have no problem putting an hour a day into this community then it's a great idea
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think that's the realm we're gonna go like solely is more of like a community aspect. I think like especially the people we see, it's like yours is very niche. Like you know your target demographic, you're going for these guys who are looking to get jacked. Whereas we're such a general thing. It's Mm -hmm. that we've got people in here who are very, very foundational. Like this is this is their base. Like they've never done anything like this before and they don't wanna dump a ton of money into it. So like we still have our higher ticket, but if we can get somebody in at a smaller incremental level and just kind of impact more people this way, I think that's kind of the route that we're wanting to go anyways.
3: Yeah. I think multi-pricing like options always wins in the end. What do you think?
2: Yeah. Like having three tiers with uh, like different tiers of pricing and offering different packages. I think it's a great way as well, like framing it for, for your, your, like mm-hmm. your users as well, like, like what Starbucks does and what cinemas do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah great yeah. way to yeah. monetize. Yeah, Yeah. we were noticing that
1: the people that like we go after, there's such a, I think there's like a bigger picture to like, what we're trying to do, or who we're trying to capture, bringing the mental and physical health together, that like, there's the people that we want to go after aren't like, I'm solely in it for working out, I want to do this, I want to count my macros, I want to do all this stuff. And that's not really the demographic we are capturing. But early on with the guidance we were like given in the like, community i guess we were in that was trying to help us was mm-hmm. focused on that like niche community of only personal training where there was like so much more outside of it that we wanted to do and we noticed that it was like kind of hindering the um process and development that we wanted but it taught us so much on like what to focus on what's important and how to like truly build this thing out where there's like value behind Dylan and I and value behind this DTI brand that we're building. So it's been really cool even like building this community out that we're going to launch in 2023 um, because there's so many different like value props that tailor to that specific client like you have with guys getting all jacked and and ripped and stuff like that, whatever it is. And so it's just like seeing the different processes that you can take um, is truly eye opening. And I feel like a lot of the reasons that like people fail is because they don't execute on that plan or that vision they have. And mm. so that's one thing that Dylan like is really good at keeping top of mind. is just, this is our goal. How are we going to get there and let's plan ahead. So that way it's all laid out and we're already working on the next thing before one thing's not necessarily rolled out, but we have the foundation now let's get it before it's like perfect and keep rolling, rolling, rolling. So that way it all builds on each other to be able to bring everybody into one unified like platform or system that we've kind of built through our thoughts.
3: Mm. 100%. Bro. I see what you're saying. I like the, um, you know, the planning, like recognizing the importance of planning, but also recognizing that's never going to be perfect. And you just got to kind of send it and just like test yep. off. I see, get, get feedback. Right. Cause the thing is, if you're like, the thing is I find whenever I do too much planning, it's like I could be like stuck on this thing that I think is true. When in reality, I think that's true, but then like the market disagrees. And so I like, mm-hmm. wait, I'm in a way. So I like, in terms of like content, in terms of everything, kind of embody this like mindset of detachment so like just put it out see what happens look at the feedback make adjustments and then just keep doing. things
1: yeah the things that i would spend the most time trying to perfect and put out were the things that did the worst the things that i was like i'm just Mm -hmm. gonna throw this out there to get content out there were the things that popped off and like went Mm -hmm. viral or had the most like attraction to them it was wild um but that's what I mean, the people need to hear it. A lot of things that we think might resonate with people truly don't. And so it's just getting that content out, like you said, and not worrying about it all being perfect or have the granular details that we think people want to hear. Because in the end, it really doesn't matter as long as the message is being put out there. Yeah,
0: I think that's the biggest thing is that it doesn't matter how long you wait. It's never going to be perfect. Like you can. Oh, here we fucking go. Damn. Oh, there we go. But I was about to get real pissed. But, like, you can wait as long as you want, and it's never going to be perfect. Like, that's just the reality of it. Mm. But I think that that's where we were at in the beginning, is like you said, like, you get stuck on this idea, and then the market disagrees. So mm. I think, like, our ideas when we first launched it were like, this shit makes perfect sense to us. Like, who the fuck wouldn't want to buy this from us? Like, everybody's going to want to jump on this. We're going to have a waiting list. And then it's like, once you put it out, it's like, mm, maybe not. Maybe this isn't the way it's supposed <laughs> to go. And then so like, I do think that the core foundational idea... Is still valuable and it's still, even what we're going for is still the same core. It's just representing it in a different way. I think that's going to appeal to a lot more people. But hey, who knows? We could launch this shit in January and the market tell us again, get fucked. I don't know.
3: Who knows, bro? The one thing that I do know is that January is always a big month for like health related stuff.
0: Yep. Yeah. It's a big month for everything, man. Everybody wants to be somebody new.
1: New year, new me, baby. Mm-hmm. Never works out. <laughs> what did you learn what'd you learn um failing from those other businesses that has made this one be the one that kind of sticks and that you're running with um that the other like what's different about this one than the other ones is there more passion behind it or the yeah there's a lot of,
3: and like full transparency most of them i didn't even really like try that hard like i quit okay after months it wasn't like these were grindy businesses i went through like years in the trenches then it failed like nothing like that it was like yeah. i had an idea kind of tried it gave up in all honesty, but the truth is I honest, just really like the idea of online income. And like, I was looking at Googling, you know, how to make money online and shit
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, as one of my internships was unpaid, but um, <laughs> so
0: I like, did that yeah. too. Don't worry.
3: Yeah, yeah. So it's like the others were more like along the lines of chasing a lifestyle or chasing a certain income. And this was more along the lines of like chasing something I could do for the rest of my life and like seeing like the, the natural transition. And I could like make this into like a long-term thing
1: you have a lot of people that are close to you whether it's family or friends that like supported this journey or did they question you not using your degree Mm -hmm. or going down the more traditional route
3: for sure bro so honestly like i like to make moves in silence um Mm -hmm. like i have a private instagram right not like my one that i post you know reels on and shit so i have 700 followers and i think realistically out of those people maybe eight people know what i'm doing right now maybe nine right and then like even with my family right they didn't find out about any of my failed businesses i wasn't i'm not the kind of guy who's gonna go to like someone and be like here's my idea i want you to be yeah. right because like dog like if you don't have results who the fuck's gonna believe in you right yeah. what i did was i was like okay let me build this shit out let me start tweeting let me treat let me study these guys let me see how they're working let me train people for free let me get a few clients then after i got two clients first one for 80 bucks a month second for 240 then i went to my parents and then because they kept bugging me they're like, yo. What the fuck? Which job are you going to get? Like, when's, wh- when are we going to know? And I was like, give me a week and I'll tell you, right? Mm-hmm. And I am full-on PowerPoint presentation. It was called post-graduation mm-hmm. plans. And I showed them my goals, showed them my progress, showed them my client results, showed them like everything, right? The stats, the vision, everything. And they were like, wow, not bad, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like a little shocked though. They are a little shocked, right? So they needed some time to think about it. So they spoke to my uncle and they came back to me like three days later, like, you know what? go for it. Give it a shot. And then if it doesn't work out, then you can find a job. And I was like, all right, cool. So then I just went all in on that. And then now they're like, uh, obviously now they see the vision. Now they see where it's going.
1: That's dope. That was dope. <laughs> yeah. What do they think are about you traveling all over the place? Are they in the States? Do you stay with them when you go home or? Oh,
3: no, so they are, they're in Hong Kong. Okay. Um. Yeah. So they are not a huge fan of me like traveling everywhere, but they do think it's cool. They just like, I mean, they weren't, like, super pumped when I, like, said I was going to Mexico the first time. And they didn't know why. They're like, why Mexico out of all places? That's so dangerous. And the real reason was to, to, to see my girlfriend because I didn't have a U.S. visa. I got denied, right? Mm. I was close to the U.S. And at the time, they didn't know I was dating her. So, that, so like, obviously, like, some things, like choice of travel, like, they didn't they weren't super pumped that I was going to Vegas. They weren't super pumped that I was going to Mexico. But, like, overall, like, for the traditional Indian parents they are, they've been pretty supportive that's dope
0: yeah
2: what about you Higo? you got support like that or is yours kind of the other way that yeah, started off also like very similar like no one really believed in me my mom was like oh when are you gonna get out of this phase of uh, making this fake money online and I was fake like Yo, no, it's not a, a phase and, and she was like oh I just want you to be an engineer just follow through with your degree and just just do that and I of course I didn't listen I never listened to my mom Uh, and and then start the agency and as soon as she really just started like seeing me take sales calls she was like oh my son is doing good for himself like like he's traveling (laughs) traveling around doesn't really need anything like he's he's good he's supporting me um so it's so it's all good yeah but like right now it's like they're really supportive like very very similar to indian parents like raj's parents Uh, we expect them to be quite strict yeah it's for
0: sure a different culture
3: Yeah. But even like, even if it's not a different culture, right? People expect people to just believe you for no fucking reason. Right. It's like, you have an idea, right. And you get mad when your friends don't think it's going to be the next billion dollar idea and you're going to be the next Elon Musk. Like that's so stupid. Like get some results first and you just should believe in yourself. Like don't depend on other people. And then when you get results, like who wouldn't believe in you. Right. Show them the screenshots.
0: (laughs) yeah <laughs> it don't piss you off though like that it takes it it's like okay now do you fucking believe like i would be like
3: Fuck this is how God, i expect yeah. the world to be dog i don't i don't i'm not mad at it it's just the way things are
1: yeah yeah for sure go
3: ahead
1: no i was just gonna say especially with social media we hold these like uh standards whether they're good or bad but they all play an influence in our life and you see like the people around you supporting these like influencers or celebrities more than they are you even though you grew up together and stuff um but it's really like at the like you said, at the end of the day, like we weren't trying to get them to be a client anyways, because they're a part of this, like they talk to us or whatever it is. But also, too, it kind of motivates you in a sense as well is like, all right, like I'll use that as like some sort of like internal fire to be like, you know what, I'm going to keep going because a lot of the people in my hometown either don't believe in me or don't stop. I don't use that as a driving force. But it, mm-hmm. in the, it's in the back of your head. I mean, you always want to like kind of prove people wrong in a sense, um, but not focus on it because obviously that could tear down dreams and visions. But
3: I don't, I don't like proving people wrong. I like proving myself right. So I like when I first started as your clients, I still I knew I'd be here. Like I still had the same yeah. goals. goals never changed. Like obviously, like it got tweaked a little bit, but like they were the same shit. Right. So it's more along the lines of I didn't want to be a fraud i didn't want to say these things have these goals and not achieve them and then just and also like look at the alternative right what's the alternative like working nine to five for the rest of your life not fuck that so like you have to make it work there's no other option
2: yep that's facts I still remember back in the day when I just first started my YouTube channel, like I had like 10, 10, 15 subscribers. And I was like sending my new uploads to my like college friends back then to get like likes. And then like and like every time I'd meet up with them, they'd be like, oh, it's what's up, YouTube with the five views. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now now they're like, oh, Hugo, when are you coming back to Hong Kong? Let's let's hang out. Let's get a drink. I, I don't mean to be petty, man, but it's, it just feels so fucking good. <laughs> oh, yeah. no
0: you you deserve to feel that way though. like fuck you i get the same shit bro this yeah. the whole whatever about youtube or like just posting anything because most people don't post as much as we post we all have to because at the end of the day that's how you sell like i'm not posting just for my own fucking ego here like i'm posting because i know i have to stay in front of people like this isn't about me at this point yeah, but yeah. everybody's always gonna have some shit to say
3: honestly I never like experienced that like what you guys are talking about just because I was like super super low-key didn't have friends like like, even now like they don't even like know like they don't know any like anything and I like it that way you know what I mean yeah I guess that that is like a relatable feeling if it sucks obviously like when people doubt you and then you prove them wrong I I bet it feels good
0: my closest friends from back home don't even have social media anyway so they probably don't know what the fuck I'm doing out here okay (laughs) that's that's
3: a good sign bro like i wish i didn't like i mean obviously not for business but like right use social media for personal reasons right so i think if your homies don't have social media they're probably pretty cool people
0: yeah i do think sometimes i'll be like i think i'm gonna get rid of social media for i'm like i can't Mm -hmm. i literally fucking can't (laughs) like i can't stop for a week or else it's just gone
3: Yeah. you can't what you could do is like this is what i've done is when I feel like I really need like a break or time off, I'll just schedule shit in advance, and then like I'll do like a little tweet like Yo boys, I'm taking two days off doing this yep. doing this. I'll be back soon, and then they're like, it's funny people still don't know you can schedule tweets. So they're like, hey, you schedule yeah. this, tweet. like dog, schedule. I mean you uh you post this tweet. It's like okay, it's scheduled. So I mean I thought, like the thing is like it is crazy how like taking one two three days off will you know punish you. So it's like mm-hmm. as long as you, schedule, you can take as much time as time off as you need.
0: Yeah, I don't know how people
1: don't know you can schedule shit now. You
0: can literally click the tweet and it tells you where
1: it came from.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, it's crazy. Man. I
1: wouldn't have known any <laughs> of that shit. Dylan brought me on the social media way more than I ever wanted to be on social media. But I mean, the payout's been big. The people that we that I talk to and the DMs I get and stuff like that. But if it wasn't for Dylan, I wouldn't know how 95% of social media actually works. He
0: just set his Instagram to public like yesterday. <laughs> it was like three
1: weeks ago, all right? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> It's a learning curve. And too, there's like an uh, intimidation factor to it. I don't know if you guys like felt this way. I don't know when you guys started like actively, actively posting on social media. But Mm -hmm. I remember when we were making our first podcast or even like he wanted me to put out a video or even just like a, a post that was a little more transparent than I ever was on social media. And like, that's what stopped me from wanting to even like get this thing started. Cause it's like, I don't want to post on social media, people judge, people criticize people, people, people. And then finally I was like, fuck that. Like I have a message that needs to be told. I have a lot of things that I've went through in Mm -hmm. my life that are going to help people. Mm -hmm. And two, I have these drives and passions that I've went through that I know will help other people. And it didn't take long to start seeing traction in terms of like people reaching out, people um engaging with the content and stuff like that but it was it was a struggle and i still somewhat struggle with putting like things out there in social media just because um of whatever it is i don't i don't know why i do but it's that intimidation factor of everybody being able to see what you're doing and you putting it out there for the world or whatever so there's definitely a learning curve or a hump that you have to get over to get comfortable with it
3: 100 percent, and i think some people are just more comfortable like you know showcasing parts of their lives and other people and then mm-hmm. some that are just like tough to talk about in general right and then like you hear people saying like okay you need to be you know more personal a little more vulnerable to you know improve your brand and shit and you know the first time you do those types of you know tweets whatever ig posts whatever it is it's tricky it's like it feels weird and you're not really sure how to feel about it and yeah, okay. but over time you're just like okay this is like it is what it is and obviously it helps with it's like a a tweet because like that goes away in like an hour right like no one's gonna remember what you tweet right yeah like but like i'm like i like youtube that's what i like respect you for because like posting on youtube that shit stays for like ever right mm-hmm. like I, I could post like long-form youtubes with five subscribers that's tough i mean like hey, tweeting, i do it
1: bro <laughs> tweeting <laughs> with
3: five followers is different than like posting youtube with five followers that's right mm.
0: yeah i think uh that is like my best thing and also my, I overshare at times. (laughs) Like I will (laughs) say anything, bro. It doesn't matter what happens. I'll say it somewhere on social media. And so it could be a problem, but at the same time, like then at least people are like, Oh, I know what I'm about to get with this guy.
2: (laughs) 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 Running running down the racks. Like the workout. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's not even the, where there's some, there is some shit out there of me on the internet
1: that, uh, yeah, there's some shit out there. I'll I'll just say that. Yeah, listen to him and his girls podcast. He be saying some. Just <laughs> go to back on YouTube. Go
3: most popular, and then, like the first one's gotta be some wild shit.
1: Uh, that's probably not.
0: my Twitter's probably not that bad. I cleaned that up a lot after high school. I was like, I gotta delete some of this. So I just mm. type in a lot of uh cancelable keywords.
2: Ah. <laughs> Get those out of there.
0: But uh, if there was a way to like pull parts of the podcast out that me and my girl do, or even that I've done with my friends in the past, I mm. could be
1: in a bad spot right now. Damn. But I ain't fucking... They're graphic, to say the least. Yeah. Uh. <laughs>
0: Whatever. Is what it is. Wait till you hear this one this week, Freddie. It's, oh, it's real gosh. nice.
1: So what are you guys'... uh, I mean... For the people listening, so that way they can get to know you guys more. But what are your guys' um, messages that you're trying to push out to the world, or something that, like, uh, if this is the last thing they hear from you, this is what you want people to know to either live better or to
2: enhance their life or whatever it is. You got one, bro. That's a very good question. Bro.
1: Good question, man.
2: Great question. I'm just gonna I just wanna say that anyone can do it. Like there's not many people like from Hong Kong who's like Chinese from my background who's like traveling the world and operating a digital agency. I just want people to know that anyone can do it. And even just like a like a Chinese guy from Hong Kong, born like like middle class family can do it. Like you just gotta believe in yourself, just post start posting content. Don't be afraid to make that jump. Don't care what people think. Like that's how I made my jump. Just just start Mm -hmm. posting. People judge you, they'll probably forget about it one month later. Like just get your message out. Yeah. Did, did you have anybody that influenced you to
1: start doing that, that like you followed on social media or you saw around you? Um, or was it just something that you knew you didn't want to do the standard nine to five work for somebody your whole life?
2: Yeah. So I, at first, when I was first starting out, I didn't really have any ambition of getting like really intense wealth. I just really had a, an intense hatred for the nine to five system and not getting paid mm-hmm. for what you're worth or your value. Yep. Uh, so that was pretty much my driving force rather than just you know working a job and getting paid getting like a five percent raise every single year like that's not that's not going to get you wealthy and like you know inflation is 10 for every year so like you're fucked. yeah you gotta yeah. pretty much how to build wealth in 2022 and beyond is just basically owning a business getting a personal brand out there pushing content just do that yep yeah
3: love it bro love it yeah that's dope I would say um, my message would be just to my like 17-year-old self, 16-year-old self. And it's like, if you feel invisible, if you feel like powerless, if you feel like almost like lost, a few things you can do. So number one, you want to just be building, right? Like as a man, your value is determined by like the shit you've built and like your how much you can contribute to society, right? So you want to build yourself to the most powerful and capable person you can and this is a lifelong pursuit i'm not saying oh just work out for a year and you're good that, that's not like mm-hmm. it. it's a lifelong pursuit of just building stacking skills and just like improving everything right and like the first and like that obviously so you're listening you're like bro that's so vague what do you mean just build stack skills so the first thing is build your physique right just do that and do it like shut up don't be posting workout selfies every day don't do that shit right take two mm-hmm. years Learn about nutrition, learn about training, learn about recovery, follow my tweets, read the threads,
2: and then just
3: build a sick physique, build a crazy physique, right? And like that, if you do that, you're already top 5%, right? Then after that, you build your communication skills, right? You learn some books, you you force yourself to talk to people, you become charismatic. And if you're charismatic and jacked, you're top 2%, right? Then you build a high income skill. Right? you study youtube then you like pay for a course you pay for mentorship could be email marketing could be seo could be drop shipping could be coaching anything learn a high income skill now you're charismatic jack and make money now you're good
1: that and fired the- me out
3: if you do this if you do this when you're quiet not like flexing yo guys i'm a, i got this new course i'm doing this i'm in the gym Shut the fuck up. Just do it and let your actions speak louder. And then come back and you will be unrecognizable. And then the people who are like ignoring you, giving you shit, they'll start coming like and they'll be like, Oh yo, what are you doing? Ignore them. Just find new friends who are at your level.
1: That's yeah. key. And Dylan, uh you I think have like a great story to like attest to this as well. But there's so many people, like you said, that want to be like, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And then you see them in six months and they haven't done shit. They're in the yeah. same place talking about how they're still going to get started, this and that. And, or they, what was that?
3: So that's embarrassing, bro. Because the thing is, is, at least if you fail in private, you don't feel embarrassed or so you don't feel like you can't start again. I failed a bunch of times. Who gave a fuck? Only I knew. So then yep. I could just start again and it's, it's all good. I'm basically. And then I you get to
0: talk about it after the fact
3: exactly do it and then talk your story because here's the thing no one gives a fuck about your story unless you win no no one cares No one cares about what you could have done or what you want to do or what you might do only people only care about what you actually do
1: yep yep yeah dylan was uh one that never wanted to miss out on anything and was always like the guy that everybody wanted to go out with because he was fun he would make sure the group had fun he was the guy like literally everyone was like is dylan coming where's dylan this and that and so he struggled with it Without knowing it, looking back now, he's like done a lot to like work on it where he doesn't have the FOMO or the fear missing out or anything like that. And he takes pride in like, no, I'm going to stay in and I'm going to do this or, hey, I'm going to reach these goals. But he doesn't talk about it. But that's one thing that he's worked on a lot. And even me, I would say, and one of our buddies, Justin, is just like we always wanted to be those people that had a good time, made sure everyone around us had a good time. But it also like took away from who we were and our personal goals because we were trying to fulfill that.
0: At some point, it just becomes draining. Like, you're the energy for the group. So then you have no energy yeah. left for yourself. And before you know it, like, you're fucking unhealthy, you're overweight, you're depressed, and you're all this shit. And it's like, I've given so much of myself to other people. How the fuck am I supposed to give anything to myself? And so for me, it was like, I just had to make myself a priority. But even when I first started, I had those people who would be like, uh, it was just like you said, like six months later, they're not doing shit. People mm-hmm. would. Automatically, as soon as I started posting, be like, "Oh, they would talk behind my back." Like, "How long you think this is about to last?" This is like when I first started working out in probably like <laughs> 2015, bro. And now I'm just like, "Fuck you!" Like, you're in the same fucking spot that you were back then when you were talking about me. And I'm still fucking going. What's up? Let's go. It. I, love right. it, bro. I love it. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm about to get fired. I know bro, you're man. posting
3: since 2015, bro. That's fucking respect, dude.
0: I wasn't necessarily like, not posting like I am now, like. On Twitter yeah, and shit, but like,
2: yeah. I
0: was more so just like putting it out there. Like that was like when I first got into it and mm-hmm. I, me and this dude, which I, I think we just talked about a few episodes ago, he called me on my bullshit. He was like, dude, you're getting fat. And so I was like, all right, like, let's go to the gym. And so he, he, he got me into lifting and we would go at 4am every day. He was like, he was like, nobody else is going to be here. Cause nobody wants to put in the work at this time. Let's go then. I'm like, Oof. it was rough, but I was like, you know what? He's right. So I would start posting like, just that I was up at four. Like it was just outside the gym and then the, mm-hmm. and then the time. And somebody's like, how long do you think he's about to do this? And we went five days a week for two years, 4 a.m. Jeez. You'll yeah.
2: never catch <laughs> me in the
3: gym before 11 a.m.
2: <laughs> I'm back on it right that late. I got to go to the car,
3: bro. I need like a couple hours to wake up. Nah,
0: you know what, though? That's key, though. I've been like, because I don't eat a ton, obviously. Like I'm going that early. Like today I was there before five. So yeah. it's like I'm not eating a lot. But the other day, I went later before deadlifts, and I was like, whoa, this is what it feels like to lift with food in you? Like, this is fucking crazy, dude. I feel so strong right now.
3: Yeah, bro, and you get an insane pump.
0: Yep, for sure. True.
3: But, like, I obviously, you like, on it. if you um are just trying to build that discipline, dude, morning workouts are fucking great. And if you are, like, someone, like, listening, and you're like, oh, you struggle to, you know, be get consistent workouts, I, morning workouts are huge, because then you don't, like, You're not gonna delay it later in the day. You're not gonna justify Mm -hmm. yourself like, oh, I had this thing at work or I like I'm tired or I don't have this, so I can skip today. I'll go tomorrow. No matter what
0: comes up, it's already done.
3: It's already done. And then the thing is what happens is the rest of the day you feel like you feel like a beast. You're like, Bro, I didn't want to go work out today, but I did it. And then Mm -hmm. that will carry it out for the rest of the day.
0: For me, it's it's getting that early win. Like there's times my but today I was actually up before my alarm, which is real shocking. But normally, like, my alarm will go off. I'm like, fuck, I'm trying to hit that button. And I could easily. Like, I had no meetings until 9 a.m. It's like, I could easily have slept in. But I was like, you know what? No, I'm going I'm to get up and I'm going to go. It's just like, then there, there's a win for getting out of bed. Now I'm in the gym. I got to win because I got to work out in. I come home. I go for a walk. I get some food in me. I'm like, okay, and now I'm just stacking wins all day. And it's fucking 9 a.m. Now I'm good to go. So just getting that in early,
1: it just sets me up for a winning day, I feel like. I oh, yeah. understand, bro. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, you guys said that you didn't know Dylan was posting that long, but I I want to know if you guys know that uh Dylan used to have, <laughs> have a career before all of this career? as a rapper. Double Oh, D. oh yeah, dude.
3: Uh, I saw that he did that
1: feature with Lil Wayne, right? Lil Wayne. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Lil baby. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Hey, I wouldn't call it a career play, since
1: it since it'll be uh it'll be around Thanksgiving. You're gonna have to play him your turkey song, bro. Since I, I see do him in Florida, I do tweet out every year my thanksgiving song
3: oh damn let's go baby i'm, I'm, high. Yeah. I'm gonna get on yeah. film
0: <laughs> it's out there it's out there it's another one of those things that uh <laughs> might not be the best thing to be sharing but i'm gonna share it. Damn.
3: all right i'll make a note to check uh to google dylan thacker i'll send you guys some links embarrassing
1: <laughs> send you guys some links don't worry all right. Double D, baby. That was actually the first encounter that I had with Dylan was meeting, oh, shit, out, you're right. meeting him at his uh rap concert out in Cleveland, Ohio.
0: You're right, bro. I forgot about that. Uh, yes, sir. I'm surprised you stuck around after that, bro. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Says a read. lot about you. <laughs> uh well boys, I don't want to take up too much of your time. So if you want to let these people know uh where they can find you at on the socials,
2: give yourself some shameless plugs here. Yeah, man. Uh, YouTube at ecomhugo, Instagram Hugo Fitso. How about LinkedIn? LinkedIn is Hugo Wong. And
3: then oh, I don't is- have
2: you on LinkedIn, bro. I got Raj. <laughs> I got Raj. This guy is on LinkedIn,
3: Hugo Wong. Fucking Instagram, Hugo Fitzo. YouTube, ecomhugo. Twitter. Twitter, the Jack Ecom guy. <laughs> hey, um, you got different ads on everything. Yellow monster. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you got like seven different names. Yellow monster, baby. That's me. <laughs>
1: oh,
2: what, what are you, the yellow monster on? that's on tiktok oh,
1: oh. it's OnlyFans. Oh, OnlyFans, of course
2: only fans, yeah.
1: there you go
3: <laughs> nice but yeah no i'm just coach or at the coach roger on everything mainly twitter that's where i post like my valuable threads um i've also been going on instagram recently and youtube that's just like reels shorts, some lifestyle shit and then linkedin's not that entertaining don't really follow me there
0: i follow you there
3: yeah, but it's not—it's nothing great, bro. I just do one. I'm like, okay, let me go through my tweets. What's the most LinkedIny tweet, and then I just copy and paste.
0: Yeah. Can you guys hear these people out here blowing leaves around? No, no, bro. Because you got set up, yeah. I, dude, well, I don't know what they just did. I hear a leaf blower, but then it sounds like they just threw a fucking tree inside of my building. So I don't know what's going on.
2: <laughs> Can't hear anything, man. Yeah. All
0: right, cool. Well, now the people know anyway, so <laughs> whatever. But all right, I appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, We'll definitely have to do this again. We're going to, so we're doing like this thing where like we get people's stories basically on like their first thing, and then we're going to slowly start just like filtering, guessing, where we just come with like different topics on like motivation or business or fitness or whatever, and we just kind of sit here and bullshit on those. So we'll definitely have to get you guys back on when we start doing those. Sure, man,
3: for sure. Sure. Appreciate you for having us on. The next one we can make it like a fifty percent fitness, fifty percent business. Oh yeah, there we go. Thing or two about that. Yeah, for sure.
0: So yeah, yeah, and then be, uh, see you boys in Orlando here soon.
3: I Sam, Orlando, bro. let's do it. Make sure you send yeah. us those, those,
1: those clips. <laughs> oh, I got you, bro. Good shit.
0: Good yeah. All right, but boys. Yeah, pre-
1: Appreciate y'all jumping on. Have a good weekend. Have a good one, guys. See you guys. Peace. Later, y'all.